you lit literally will stay younger if you lift weight, if, if you weight train your yeah. whole life. And maybe you didn't weight train up until this point, but if you start now, it still will do the same thing. Your bones will become more dense. Your mu muscles will become more tight around those bones and the tendons and all that stuff. You just stay younger. You stay healthier. My goal is to live until I die, right? Most people live until they're about 50 and then they die when they're 80, right? You know, like my goal is to live until I die. Hi, my name is Cherie, and this is Life is Cherry. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to Fitness Friday. And this is actually kind of a special one that I'm doing. Um, we're actually going to put it on our Marriage and Relationship podcast as well, which is... Locos Only Cantina. Yeah. So Brandon and I have another podcast that we do together and we talk about our relationship and different things that come into play with different arguments, different things within relationships that we all question. And it's just kind of a fun one that we get to talk and chat and have fun with. So we're actually going to post this on both. And the reason is, is throughout my journey, I'm kind of wrapping up my Fitness Friday. So um, I'm actually no longer going to have Fitness Fridays anymore. I'm actually moving into a new direction and having some new content for you guys. So I'm super excited about that. But finishing up this Fitness Friday, I wanted to bring Brandon on because he's been a huge support for me. And I wanted to have him start off with his story and why we actually even talk about health and being fit and within your relationship and why that's important. So... Brandon, do you want to kind of tell your story and why? No, no, not that much. <laughs> no, it actually has played into our relationship in a lot of ways. And over the years, it was just something that we decided as a couple that we wanted to keep up. And this past year with coming like with my birthday and my goal for my birthday to hit my 40s and really feel good about myself. Um, I mean, I wasn't in the worst condition before, but this was a hard goal for me to be able to get to. And there's a lot of hard work and sacrificing the types of foods that I want to eat all the time. <laughs> but it's part of a lifestyle that you have to decide that you want for yourself. And Brandon actually wanted that life for himself at a younger age than most people take action on their health. So, yeah. Okay. I was just kidding. Okay. <laughs> um <laughs> So when I was younger, junior high, high school, I started packing on a few pounds here and there. But when I was in junior high, actually, I, I mean, I was a little bit chunky, but not a big fat kid. Um, but I rode bikes a lot. So that, that kept me active. I rode BMX and mountain bikes and stuff like that. So I didn't actually start getting big until I turned 16. And I got a car. And when I got a car, my, my bike just sort of got parked. Um, so whereas before I used to, you know, ride my bike ev everywhere, um, I would roll rollerblade everywhere. You know, I mean, when I was a kid, it's a little different than kids nowadays, right? Nowadays, kids sort of stay home most of the time. They talk to all their friends online and everything like that. But if I was going to go hang out with my friends, I had to freaking trek across town. And uh, I'm from California. Um, and we all my friends didn't live close, right? So when I was younger, my car was my bike, my my uh, I actually learned a, a new phrase last night from a friend that I ride motorcycles with. I would, uh, you know, if I didn't have a ride to go somewhere, which I never did because my mom and dad worked, I would strap on my shoe, Subarus and, uh, <laughs> and I would go, you know, and uh, oh, that's cute. Yeah. Right. So, I mean, 
I stayed active by default because I because I had to. Um, now, when I got my car, then all of a sudden I just sat and moved my feet back and forth and shifted the gears. And all of a sudden, right, you know, it's I started to pack on some some weight. So um, by the time I was a senior, I was probably 40 pounds or so overweight. Um, now, that's not a lot in today's standards, actually, <laughs> if you're only that far o o overweight right now um, in a world where, you know, at least in America, where over 50 percent of the population is considered to be o obese. I probably wouldn't have been considered a big fat kid in uh, today's terms. Right. However, back then I was bigger than all my friends um, for the most part. Um, but I'm like a big dude too. So I didn't really like actually see myself as a big, big fat, fat guy until, and I, and again, I wasn't a big fat guy. I was just a big kid. Right. Um, but one day I was walking down the hallway in my mom's house and she had this mirror in the, in the hallway. And, uh, I turned and I looked at myself in the mirror as you do when you walk past a mirror. Right. You know, I turned and I looked at myself in the mirror and I took a few steps past the mirror and I kept my head in the same position and I walked back and I could see like this fold on my neck. And I'm like, oh my gosh, like for the first time ever, I, I saw myself as like what I actually looked like. Now I had stretch marks and stuff like that um, on my sides, but still I didn't really ever like see myself like that. I, I knew I was big. I knew I didn't have the bo body that I would have liked to have had. But I didn't see see myself the same way that I did that time, right? So that day I thought, oh my gosh. And I just sat there and I kept kept my head turned like that. And I just like grabbed it and I'm just like, that's gross, right? So all of a sudden, something in my brain flipped. And uh I thought, that's not how I want to live. That's not how I want to look. Um I I remember going to the beach and stuff like that and seeing guys with their shirts off and they were like ripped and had pecs and abs and stuff like that. And, you know, I always would have liked to have looked like that, but I just didn't. Right. So, well, I think too, like when you're so young, you just, if you haven't been taught it, you just don't really know where to even begin. You know, <clears throat> you just don't even think it's real. Right. Yeah. You know, like real for you. But so that day though, I, I got on the ground and I tried to do push up. I couldn't do one. So every day I, I started doing girl push-ups on my knees and it, it actually didn't take long. Here's, here's the thing that people don't, don't understand. Um, when you're not active and then suddenly you become come active, it's not that you're not strong. It's not that you don't have the ability to do things. It's like Sheree told me at some point in time, she's like, my goal for next year is to do three pull-ups. I'm like, I, I can have you doing three pull-ups in like three weeks. Okay. Right? Okay. You guys heard that. So, <laughs> so this is going to happen, <laughs> but, but, but it's not because you're incapable or you're not strong enough. Your, your body's just not used to it. Right. They're not used to the so movement. It really didn't take me long before I could do like five push-ups in a row, then 10 and then 20. And then I had started throwing like books in a backpack and I was doing push-ups like that. And then I, the books didn't weigh enough. And so I went to a garage sale one day and I bought some plates, like the weights you see on the, the background here. Um, started throwing plates in my backpack and doing sit-ups and stuff like that. And it took me about about a month of just being consistent, doing stuff like that before I actually like looked in the mirror and I started to see myself starting to like lean down a bit. Once I saw that, I got hooked. And it was all 
over from there. I mean, next thing you know, um, we we actually had a treadmill that my mom brought home from my mom loves garage sales. So she brought home a treadmill one day and it just was like parked in the back room. It was what, you know, some pe people like to call a, a co coat rack, right? <laughs> so I went in the back room, I tore all the coats off of it and stuff like that. And then I started to like walk a mile and then I got to where I could like run half a mile, then walk half a mile and just like, you know, step by step by step. And did you have anyone that was helping you do this or did you just decide, no, hey, I got to figure this well, out on my own? That's not exactly true. So I started on my own and then um, I did lose my weight on my own. So I did get to the point where I was getting lean, um, you know, the walk a half mile, run a half mile thing eventually turned into where I could just, you know, I lost I don't know. I don't even remember how long now, but within like just a few, few, few months, I lost like their, their 36 pounds or something like that. I went from like, wow. might've even been more than that. Um, let's see. I went from about 230 pounds down to like 178 pounds. I think it was um, like almost 60 pounds. Almost like 40 something, 50 something. Yeah. Um, I'm not doing math this morning. <laughs> you, you, usually when we do our podcast, it's at night. I just got home from the gym. I'm still not thinking straight, but coffee's still trying to wake, 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 wake me up. But, um, but I lost some weight, right? I went from like 230. Now, right now I weigh 220 something. I don't really ever like weigh, weigh, weigh myself, but I was also like, 18 17 18 at the time so i was younger i was skinnier i was smaller i lost a bunch of weight um and i got to where i could just run and run run and run and run and so i used to run a lot i'd tray 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 trail run i'd run from my house there was a tray there was actually like a, a horse trail by my mom's house a few miles away we'd run up there and then run down this back road by this creek and um but i got to where i could just run and run and run i never enjoyed it i hated every single step of the way but i did like the the results right and how did you like know you changed up your eating and everything right no oh, i just stopped eating fast food completely um i stopped drinking so soda i didn't drink a soda i don't think after that until i met sheree um <laughs> sheree lives sheree is from a town in magna that has the worst water on the face of the earth i swear yeah i enjoyed um, it yeah, um, <laughs> that's something because I lived in the Philippines for a few years. Um, but when I met her, I started drinking diet soda because the choice was either their gross nasty tap water or diet Coke, which her family is totally addicted to. So um, sorry, guys. Um, but I, but I'm getting to the point where I did actually have some help. So I did have some motivation eventually. So I got lean. I was in shape. I was fit. My my abs were sticking through. Um, but my brother, he, um, he and I, well, he was, you know, he's always been a pretty fit guy and then he got into working out and stuff too. And so he, he, he was here in Utah at school at the time and I came out to see him and, uh, I only really saw my siblings maybe once or twice a year. So it was like a big change from the time before until then, you know? And so he and I went to the gym and then we ended up going down to G G GNC and um, we just kind of, kind of had a contest and, you know, we bought some pr protein, creatine, different stuff. And I said, okay, I'll be back in Utah in s six months and we'll see who change changes the, 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 the most, you know, um, I was younger by 10 years. I'm also taller. Sorry, Jeff. 
Um, <laughs> so when I came back in six months, he looked like a monster, right? He was freaking huge, but he has shorter muscles that when they grow about the same rate, they just get wider. Right. You know, but, but still like, you know, that competition between bro brothers, um, did help me like get motivated to start to build muscle. So now instead of just trying to get lean, I was trying to get bigger. Right. Um, so I had that, but yeah, when I, I mean, that just became a, just became a lifestyle for me. And, uh, that was something that some people, when Shri and I met and we got engaged, we got married. Some people had had an issue with me being really straight with Shri about this. I said, listen, this is a lifestyle that I'm going to live forever. And it's a lifestyle that the girl that I'm with is going to live forever as well. Like I'm going to stay fit and I expect my wife to stay fit too, right? We're going to stay fit for each other. We're going to stay healthy. We're going to stay young and we're going to, you know, that's what I expect, right? Now, some people, might think that sounds harsh or rude or mean or whatever, but and hell, I'm just being straight, right? So, well, the thing is, is for me and him saying that I was actually all on board because I never ever wanted to live a life where I couldn't do the things that I wanted to do. And especially having kids, I wanted to be able to take them to the beach and be on the beach with them and not worry about the way I looked. I wanted to be able to run and do hikes with them and do all the things with my kids. I love being a mom. And I knew that that was like one of the things that I looked forward to in my life was being a mom. And I never wanted to miss out on those moments. And so when Brandon, when that was Brandon's goal, it was also a goal of mine. I just wasn't as verbal about it <laughs> as Brandon was, which is pretty awesome when you can meet somebody and, and get to be with somebody who is willing to keep up their own health and you as well, because it just makes you stronger and healthier in your relationship. Because honestly, when you're both working towards a similar goal, it just makes it easier and you can be a greater support for each other. And even along my journey that I've had over this past year, like it's been, I've had some hard times and being able to have my husband who actually supports me, not only supports me, but um, throughout all of my meal prep and everything, he's been amazing. He's always cooking my chicken for me and just, it just makes it a whole lot easier. And people think that it's really hard to uh, meal prep and do all those things. But once you get in the habit of it, it actually makes your life so much easier because you don't have to think about what you're going to eat constantly. And you don't have to spend hours cooking a new meal every single well, day. The hardest part that people have is they have this addiction to food, right? They have a, this addiction to certain types of food. I get that. Like, that's hard. The thing is, once you just make a conscious decision to to change the way you eat eventually. And I've got a brother, another brother that just experienced this as well. He's lost like 90 pounds in the past year. Um, he looks amazing. Whereas before he was addicted to certain sorts of foods and we had to talk one day and I'm like, dude, I'm like, just start small, just smart with like a low calorie lunch and then eat what you want throughout, you know, for breakfast and dinner, just do one thing you can do, decide you can stick with and then go from there and step it up each time. Right. Well, eventually he got to the point where he just loves the shit that he eats now. He makes like amazing sal salads and he always sends me pictures of them with fucking like salmon and shit like that and just all sorts of good stuff. And he's learned to love what he eats. And if you're a good cook, you learn to be a good cook, then you can you can eat healthy 
and enjoy the shit out, 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 out of it. And then here's the secret that comes in the end that people don't, don't understand. Once you start to enjoy that, you enjoy the other stuff way less. In fact, maybe you hit your goal and you decide you're going to treat yourself and then you feel freaking <laughs> sick and think that that was stupid afterwards. Right. You know? Yeah. That happened to me. So, <laughs> Cause it's my 40th birthday. I wanted to celebrate. I right? wanted to do something yummy so, and I had all the yummy. So you just it did not feel it good. It didn't feel good. Right. <laughs> and so you eventually you get to the point, um, like we had a, a birthday party for three and I made tacos and people brought, brought all sorts of stuff over and, my brother, the one that I just said lost the weight, he came and and he likes splurge and he called me the, the the next day. He's like, dude, I feel like shit. That was like the food was good, but I ate way too much and I feel gross. I'm like, so you're only gonna do do that so many times, and you're think it's not worth the feeling bad afterward, right? You know. So that night, I also enjoyed some food, but I only had like three tacos, street tacos. I always eat corn tortillas because it's corn. Flour does not agree with me. So I've just learned to not eat, eat it, you know, um, as much. So, you know, I still enjoyed all the stuff. I just didn't stuff my face. Right. And that's where you eventually you get to, to be when you just make the decision to live that life. Right. Well, the crazy thing too, is like, I didn't even eat a whole lot. I had like one taco and I had just a few other things. Right. But when you live such a healthy lifestyle, your body gets accustomed to eating less and not having to fill it up so much. So I actually became really full off of a smaller amount of food than what I would have been able to do a year ago where I wasn't eating healthy at all. And I was making bad choices all the time. And all of a sudden, my body is just like, nope, we're rejecting this. We don't want this anymore. And I think it really has to do with the fact that you've really programmed your body and and you've taught your body and your mind that you can feel amazing and your body just in your brain doesn't want to go back to that feeling of being feeling awful because once you get to that level all of a sudden you're like wow i didn't know that i could feel so good and that's the one thing that i want everybody to understand is you think you feel good now wait until you start a health journey and you get even healthier and you're going to feel so amazing. You're not going to want to go back to that life. And that's kind of what was the whole point for me sharing my whole progress with this. And, and the, the, the hard thing over the past year has been that, I mean, I started in April. Um, so I'm going to show some pictures. And my first picture was a picture that I took when we were in Hawaii last year for my birthday. And I, every year we were going back to Hawaii for my birthday since we had lived there for a little bit and had to move back. That was kind of my gift that I wanted to give to myself every year. But um, after taking some pictures in Hawaii, I came back and I looked at some pictures and I was like, wow, like this is just not me. And, and again, I wasn't in like the worst health, but I wasn't, I, I knew I could do better. I knew that I wanted to feel better. I wanted to look better. I knew that I could achieve something great. And I actually, while we were living in Hawaii, we actually met this friend of a friend and it, I had her on the show not too long ago. And she shared a story about how when she turned 50, she wanted to compete and be on stage when she's 50. And she did that for her 50th and she took first place competing in um, bodybuilding. And she 
was such a huge inspiration for me. And I knew like getting going into my 40th year, I wanted to feel great about myself. I wanted to feel different. Like I know a lot of people go into their 40s and they're depressed because all of a sudden it hits them and they're like, oh, my gosh, I'm old. My kids are old and that means I'm old. And and, you know, this whole journey that I've been on, you know, you guys, it's all about the journey and what it takes to get there and the way that it changes your mind, the way that it changes your body. And and that's kind of the coolest part about everything that I was able to do over the past year is just realizing that I was capable of something that was so hard because you guys, I never saw my abs before. Like I never was able to see any type of muscle come through my whole life. Like I played sports when I was younger. I never, ever had that type of a body. And there were a lot of different things that I could have decided to do for my 40th to kind of just ring in the, the 40th year of my life, you know, but I wanted it to be something that would take a whole lot more effort. And just being able to understand that I could actually get to that level where I kind of felt unstoppable. And I know that I could accomplish so many different things in my life. And that's what's kind of amazing. That's what I love about Brandon's story and where he started, because I want that for our kids. I want our kids to be able to, I want to be a good example for our kids and show them that you know, they can have a life that they want, whether they're 17 or they're 39. It's never too late to start doing something like this for yourself. Yeah. So the thing that you're going to learn, um, you're going to see as Shree tells her, her journey here is if you can get a picture in your mind of who you want to be, um, what you will want to look like, um, and you see that person as being real. I mean, it's you, it's just a different version of you. The only difference between you and that version of you is the decisions you make on a day to daily basis. Um, and those decisions are how active you choose to be and what you decide to put in your mouth. Um, and that's ultimately it, right? So if you see, if you think, oh, I, I wish I could be fit. I wish I could be lean. I wish I could have a six pack. I wish I could be more muscular, whatever. You absolutely can. Your decisions just have to be di different than the ones that you're making right now. Where where you are right now is a culmination of the decisions you made from point A to point B. Now to get to point C, you're either going to keep doing the shit that you do and you're going to end up either where you're at or worse, or you're going to change the decisions you make. And it's like back to the future, right? You're going to skew the timeline and you're going to end up in a completely different place different version of you and so and one day when you meet that version of you you're never gonna want to go back and i know there are so many people who do struggle with that and it's because they haven't really made the decision mentally that it's a new lifestyle for themselves a lot of times people think oh i'm gonna do this fad diet i'm gonna do this new thing that everybody's doing and they're losing weight and then they at the end after they lose that weight then they're like oh but I want to go and I want to have pizza every night again, you know, and and not to say that you can't enjoy some of those meals, but definitely make sure that you're still staying active and make sure that the majority of the time that you are putting food in your mouth, it's stuff that actually fuels your body yeah. instead of just indulging yourself. And I've heard um, Coach Adris say this on on this podcast before, too. It's like he still eats pizza and stuff like that. He just doesn't do it all the time. He doesn't stuff himself till he's free, freaking sick. Right. You know, I mean, there's nothing wrong. I mean, I don't, I eat pizza here and there and I re 
credit every single time. <laughs> but it's because it gives like I this, just all the bread does not agree with me. It makes me feel sick afterwards. Um, but if I do, it's just like a piece or two, right? Like I don't I don't eat half a pizza or whatever, you know. Um, I'll eat a cheeseburger here and there too, right? And I, you know, whatever, right? But I tell pe people that if I can eat good ninety percent of the time whatever I do the rest of the 10% of the time, I'm not real concerned about. I'm not trying to compete. I'm not tr trying to be on stage and be like 2% body fat. Um, I'm just trying to be the best ver version of me each day. Right? So I like to drink beer. I'm going to have a burger here and there. Most of the time when I do have a burger, I do without the fries. Right. You know, it's just decisions you make. Right. So, it's not so bad to eat what you want. You just don't freaking do it all the time and you don't do it until you're stuffed, right? It's like Idris says all, all the time. It's like those potatoes are awesome. So have some and then save some, right? You don't need to eat them all now, right? You know, I mean, the law of to, to, to diminishing returns is going to stay anyways, that you're not going to enjoy the last bite as much as you did the first bite. So have some, enjoy it, save it for lunch the, the, the next day, right? You know, Coach Adrice actually, uh, there's another thing that I really love that he says all the time. And it's just the fact that, like, we only need to eat when we're hungry, right? We don't need to overstuff ourselves. We don't need to constantly be having everything because food is a type of addiction. It really is. The only reason why, and this is what he says, you know, it's the only reason why it's okay is because we actually have to eat it. It's not like cocaine where we can't, like, you don't want to, you want to stay away from it completely. Food is something we have to consume to be able to have healthy bodies. We just overindulge. We overdo everything with food because it tastes good and everybody's okay with that addiction because yeah. it is something that we have to do to survive. Yeah. And the cool thing about it is, is once you realize that it can become an addiction because you guys, I have a sweet tooth. I have a salty tooth. Like I'm a weirdo. And I'm like, if I eat too much sweet, I got to have a little bit of salty. Then I'll eat too much salty. I go back well, to the sweet. Let's, and <laughs> let's go from here. And then we'll move into what you've done the last, <laughs> last several months. So this is where Sheree was for the majority of our marriage. Okay. Um, she's always been pretty fit. Um, she's always been in good shape and everything like that. Um, but her family was big into like weight watchers. She had a, a sister that lost a bunch of weight with that and everything. And so they were big into points, right? Each food is a certain <laughs> amount of points. And so he loves telling this story. I do. Because she <laughs> this never This is how you do diets wrong. She never believed me until somebody else told her, guys, listen, <laughs> if you want your wife to believe you, have somebody else tell her the same information that you want to. True to story. Because she's <laughs> Only gonna, and vice versa. She's only going to believe somebody who she respects, and that's not going to be you ever. Um, no, so they were big into points, and so Cherie would like forego like a steak because it was the same amount of points as a Snickers bar. So she would have the Snickers bar for dinner instead of the steak, and she's like, "Oh, it's the same amount of points." And I'm just like, "I don't think that's how that works. That's the nutrition is not the same, but it's the points. That's that's all that counts." And then I would tease sometimes i tell people that and my friends are like well as long as she looks cute heading towards a snack bar i guess you're fine right <laughs> so i i mean sure okay that works right <laughs> however that was where she came from and then uh yeah so about a year ago she 
like my my experience with the mirror she saw some pictures of herself that she didn't love and she was gonna turn 40 in a year and so she made a change and uh yeah, yeah there so... we go let's tell let's <laughs> tell the story let's well i mean you've told the story along all your podcasts but let's yeah, so we've talked a lot about different types of fitness and how to get your mind right. And, and really, um, the crazy thing about life and what happens and when you decide to make a change that's good for you in your life, you kind of usually hit rock bottom. You're at a point where you're like, okay, I, I don't like this and I need to make a change, right? Rock bottom by the way, it means something different to everyone. Yeah. Yeah. So like for me mentally, like when I saw pictures of myself, I, it was, and you know, when I looked at the scale, cause you know, we all, especially us women out there, we all, we're always on the scale and we're always kind of determining our health that way. Right. And so I was at uh, 148 pounds, which was the most I've weighed since, probably I was losing my, some of my baby fat or my weight from having babies. Right. And it, it kind of just hit me seeing those pictures from Hawaii last year and realizing that I was just going down a path that I didn't want to keep going down. But when I was 35, I made this goal to get a six pack. And I was like, and I had so many people constantly telling me how hard it was going to be all the time. And life was just busy and we were moving around a lot. And I just never really stuck to it. But I always had in the back of my mind all these people who were people that were supposed to love and support me. And you guys, this is this is a huge thing that you guys need to realize is that sometimes the people who are closest to you are not going to be your biggest support. And so if you do have somebody like not going to be your biggest, sometimes they're your absolute worst. Yeah. yeah. Sometimes <laughs> they, they're completely opposite. Right. And the people that were telling me this were people that should have been loving and supporting me and been like, you know, go for it, do your best, live your best life. But many of them um, were just, you know, that's too hard. Do you realize how hard it is? You, you'll probably not make it. Right. And, and I had all those voices in the back of my head. And so when I decided that I wanted to do, um, I give myself a gift for my 40th birthday, I really wanted to hit my next decade of my life, really feeling strong and feeling amazing and wanting to feel unstoppable. And I was, I kind of went back to those thoughts and all those people telling me, and that's one thing about me that really drives me. Like I always knew that this was something that was going to come back around for me because when somebody tells me that I can't do something, I have to be able to do it. And so when I knew that I was going to do something big for my birthday and I have a lot of friends doing marathons and all that, and I'm that that's, awesome. But for me, like it had to be this goal, right? Like it had to be this thing that everybody told me that I couldn't do it, that I couldn't achieve. And I actually work for, I do marketing for a, an athletic wear company. And I look at images of models all the time of all different sizes. And one of the things that hit me this last year was I was editing some pictures and I know their weights and their sizes and everything. Cause I got to put it, put their information on this website. And it, I always was looking at the scale and just deciding how fit I was from the scale. And it made me realize there were women that I was editing these pictures for that were 40 pounds heavier than me. And you could see that they had a six pack and I was just like blown away. I was looking at pictures of me from Hawaii, looking at pictures of them. And I'm thinking, 
how is that possible? I'm like, I just don't understand how it all works, right? There's, a, there's such a thing as skinny fat, right? There's all sorts of people out there that are really thin, but they're still like, they don't have enough muscle tone. And so they're actually like overweight as far as their, their fat percentage goes. Yeah. And so just being able to see that, it made me realize like, oh my gosh, this is possible. I could do this. I just have to figure out how to do it the right way. And I knew that I was lacking the information to be able to accomplish that. And so I really just started this April. Um, we, I always wanted to, Brad and I always wanted to do a podcast and I kind of wanted to get some practice. So that's what this whole channel was, is kind of getting practice for um, future podcasts. But um, the cool thing was, is I just started listening to a lot of books. I got some books that were, that kind of told the whole science of how it all worked to build muscle and everything. And I just kind of ate it up. Like, I love the science behind it. I think it's just so amazing. And over the next couple of weeks, I'm going to actually throw out some tips and stuff through, um, TikTok and through some reels so that you guys can have some helpful tips to help you guys on any health journey that you guys are on. Um, but for me, um, I had to completely change my eating. I had to completely change my workout routine. Um, I started learning about how the muscle was built and what needed, what I needed to eat to build that muscle and also what kind of training that I needed to do. And um, I kind of met up with Coach Idris um, as I got started with this through a, a mutual friend. And having him along my journey has been amazing too, because he really has helped me to learn how to train in a better way. He's helped me to learn how to actually eat clean instead of just healthy. You know, I was pretty good at eating healthy for the most part, but eating clean is a completely different avenue that you, you have to go down when you want to be able to see your muscles come through. And so it's been kind of a crazy journey for me and it's been super hard and there's been ups and downs and you guys... Um, I'm just going to bring up kind of some of the pictures of, let's see. Okay. So this was me in Hawaii over on the right hand side. And that's me in July after I started getting into my fitness. So even from, I mean, I started in April was when I started my fitness journey. And I think I'm trying to remember, I think that was when I lost, I was at, 15 pounds that I lost, but I also gained a lot of muscle as well. And so the cool thing about that is it didn't even take very long for me to actually start seeing the results, you guys. And, and I think sometimes like when we are on a fitness journey, we are so worried about the results that we forget how to really teach ourselves to live a new life. And the crazy thing is, is it, it might've taken you 10 years to get where you're at, the unhealthy state that you're at, but it's not going to take you 10 years to get to a healthier you. And so uh, that was, I didn't expect to have that fast of results, but I really hit it hard. I really um, went straight to clean eating and working out a whole lot more. So how, how hard was it for you to change the way you ate right from the start there? Right from the start. The hard thing for me is I actually, and I learned this from Coach Idris, is that I put my body into starvation mode because I, which is weird because you don't really think of it being. Well, you don't want to be in starvation mode all the time. Yeah. At so the start. It's yeah. Like the first day. Yeah. So <laughs> no, for me, yeah. no, for me, like I put myself in starvation mode. So I was. Oh, beforehand, you mean? Yeah. yeah. Beforehand. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. So 
when I was working, I just be working so much that I would forget to eat. And so sometimes I would only eat once a day. And so the thing that I learned through everything that I read and through um, working with Coach Adrice is that, you know, you have to keep your eating up to keep your metabolism working for you to help it to build that muscle as well. So I, by doing that, I was kind of put my body in starvation mode. So it was trying to hold on to everything in my body instead of get rid of the fat that I was trying to get rid of. And I was kind of stopped at, at a certain point. And so I think the hardest thing for me was really getting, wrapping my mind around the idea that I actually had to eat more food to lose weight. That was probably the hardest thing for me is I didn't, I was like, Coach Adrice was like, I want you to get up to like four meals a day eating this clean food. And I was just like, I eat, I'm eating one meal a day if I'm lucky, if I remember. And I had to get to four meals a day. And that picture on the left is where I was, where I was eating four meals a day. It was just eating the right foods and not sneaking in any ice cream or pizza or anything. But the thing that was hard for me too, is that I, I love the taste of beer. So I was drinking a beer almost every day before I started my journey. And the hardest part I think was that we have so many people that come over on the weekends or we go out and we make this awesome food. I mean, what was it like Easter or Mother's Day or something that you made this amazing pork. And that wasn't part of my diet at the time, this smoked pork or something like that. And I didn't even have any. And I was so bummed about it because food tastes so good. I love food and this guy can cook and I want to eat all the food. Right. But, you know, when you can have that type of a result and not too long, I mean, that's really from April. So that was only a few months in. Thing is, is she was, she was like starting to eat super clean to achieve a goal, right? Once you achieve your goal, if I smoke you some pork and you eat some pork, it's not going to like kill you. Right. Um, I eat mostly, mostly caveman most of the time, right. Where, um, you know, I'm not trying to eat keto. I'm not trying to do that stuff, but if it grows from the ground or it comes from a beast, good, good enough for, for, for me. Right. So I love to barbecue. Um, so that works out well for me. Um, but in her journey, she was trying to eat super, super clean to achieve her goal within a certain amount of time. So that's why she had to pass on the pork. Right. But I would smoke chick, chick, chicken breasts um, weekly for us both. And so it was still good. I mean, it, I never got sick of it. In fact, that's still is what we eat for dinner most of the time. Right. But yeah. And, you know, the cool thing about doing it like being on this journey is Brandon actually started eating the meals with me. You know, I mean, part of what makes it a little bit harder, I think for moms, especially if you have little kids, cause they're snacking constantly is just being able to actually like making two different dinners can, can be overwhelming and it could feel like a lot. And that's why meal prep is, I think is so important when you're a mom and you're constantly cooking food for your family and when Brandon jumped on board with me and started eating the same food as me, it, it made it so much easier. And it, not only did it help with the food prep because he was making my chicken for me, but like he would even make my salads for me some nights when I like working late or just because, you know, and so him and I would have our salads at nighttime and our kids would eat a, a healthy dish at night. You know, we want to keep them eating healthy, but they didn't have to go to the level that I was at. Um, but, you know, having a 
a partner that will support you and not only just be like, hurrah, go, go, go. When they actually like step in and they decide to do it with you, it makes it so much easier. Yeah. And besides that, I mean, I don't ever understand those dudes that, and it ha happens on both sides too, with women that aren't interested in being fit and their husbands are that thing that just doesn't compute in my brain. Right. For the guys that aren't interested in their wives are at the gym all the time looking hot. I'm always thinking, dude, that's scary, man. Like she's a smoke show and you're sitting on the couch. Somebody else might come along that just like a little bit more intriguing than the dude that just parked on the couch all day. Right. I mean, for me in relationship, I just think that you should both be the best version of yourself for each other that you, you, you can be. And I always think that if one cares and one does not care, that's a, you know, recipe for disaster in the end. Yeah. Um, maybe not all the time, but more often than probably people understand or know. Well, there's so, so much that plays into your relationship with your health too, because I mean, you, Brandon and I are beach bums. We love to go to the beach. You know, I want to feel good while I'm on the beach. I want to look good. I want to like be able to be out there and not worry about the way that I look, you know, or when we go zip lining or we go mountain biking, you know, like there's so many adventures that Brandon and I get to have as a couple because we do stay in good shape. And, you know, also even your intimacy, like that's going to be a huge part in your health because, Honestly, I mean, in women, I'm talking to you because, you know, like if you're not feeling good about your body, you don't want anyone else to see yourself naked. Right. And if you don't want to even see yourself naked, you're not going to want your partner to see yourself naked. And so being able to be fit for each other and and be able to keep up your health is just another way to have a better intimacy in your relationship as well. And also get to live your best life and do any activity that you want to do. And you don't have to be like, okay, I can't do that. I'm a little overweight or I don't feel good in a swimsuit. I'm not going to go do that. Enjoy your life to the fullest. And this is what this whole journey was, was about for me is just being able to get to be the best version of myself for my 40th. And you guys, this, this has been an awesome journey. I really hit it hard this last month and it wasn't easy because over Christmas I actually gained about 10 pounds because I went off my eating for a whole week and I just, it was easy to put it back on you guys. And so, um, one of the things I will say is earlier on, I, in my journey, I actually had a friend that reached out to me and was like, Oh, tell me what you're doing, blah, blah, blah. And I was telling her that I was sharing my journey, um, through this, the show and through my podcast. And, she, one of the questions that she asked me is she's like, so what's going to happen when you reach your goal? Like, what is, what does that mean for you? Um, so the crazy thing about me meeting my goal is I told her, I was like, well, I'm just going to live my life that way. And that's the way that I want it to be for the rest of my life. And she didn't seem like super impressed with that answer, <laughs> which I thought was so weird. I'm like, what do you like what am i gonna do just reach this goal and i'm gonna be like okay pizza give me all the food now i get to have it all uh, back again but one of my favorite things was on was like an episode or two ago that you did you did with adrice and one of his clock clients that did a show right and her sister was like when do you get to or why don't you eat normal or when do you get to eat normal and she's like 
I'm never going to eat normal because I don't ever want to look normal again. Right. You know, so. And that's the thing. And like, especially like we kind of said earlier in the show that I kind of decided to splurge this week because it's my birthday. And last night I told Brian, I'm like, I feel like crap. And I even like the other day I slipped on ice and I hurt my ankle and I hurt my neck and my shoulder. And I, I actually thought in that moment, like I, I didn't get hurt awfully bad, but like it, it hasn't been fun to recover from that. But I thought, you know, what if I were a different 40 year old right now and I slipped on that ice? Like, could I have broken something? You know, could I have injured myself possibly more because I was able to catch myself in a way to where I didn't injure myself like I could have had I been a different person? Well, I mean, there's there's a whole another thing that comes into all that, too. Right. Like as you age, like lifting weights and everything makes your bones stronger, makes yeah. it more dense, all that stuff. You li- literally will stay younger if you lift weight, if, if you weight train your yeah. whole life. And maybe you didn't weight train up until this point, but if you start now, it still will do the same thing. Your bones will become more dense. Your mu- muscles will become more tight around those bones and the tendons and all that stuff. You just stay younger. You stay healthier. My goal is to live until I die, right? <laughs> Most people live until they're about 50 and then they die when they're 80. Right. You know, like my goal is to live until I die. Um, my, my mom and dad has some real, really good, good examples of this. Um, some, some of their best friends. In fact, I'd say my mom's like this too. She's, she's getting older and she still just moves and moves and moves and moves. Right. But some, some of their best friends though, they were, uh, they were ball, ball, ballroom dancers. My mom and dad used to dance and, uh, my mom does still, my dad's passed, but um, they died when they were like 90 something and they like, seriously, they were dancing until like, like they lived and lived and lived. They stayed young and they stayed active. And then all of a sudden they just freaking died. Right? Like they stayed young until they died. Um, you have no choice but to age, but how you age is completely up to you and the way you live your life. Yeah. So, I love that. Yeah. And that's the thing is like, do you really want to just get through life and be content or do you actually want to live your life to the fullest and have everything that you ever wanted out of your life? And through this journey, it just made me feel super unstoppable. Now I feel like I could accomplish so much more. And I will say the key for me was having this goal that I needed to reach, right, you guys? So if you don't have a health goal for yourself, and that could be just, you know, it could even be a mental health goal, you know, there's, you, you'll never do anything better for yourself than to actually better your health. And if you are looking in the mirror and you feel like, okay, I could do better this, don't take it as a negative thing. Just realize that we have to fuel our bodies the right way and think of it as a positive thing that you can do for yourself. And anytime you work on your health, you're just going to better anything and everything in your life. And so I really am very passionate about helping people reach their health goals. And so that's why I shared this journey. But you guys, this last month, um, Brandon and I kind of did something fun. Um, we went, well, it was kind of scary. I haven't really loved showing pictures of myself over the past year because I don't really want, I don't know. I'm just weird that way. So I'm a little nervous to show, share some of these pictures. <laughs> you <laughs> but, <laughs> better appreciate them because she made me stay up till like freaking two in the morning. Yeah, we went to the gym so that he can take pictures of She's me like, at the gym I, and I didn't I want, want anyone to, do to be there. photo shoot, but I don't want people to be there. And I'm like, now keep in mind, this was the day before her birthday party. 
yeah. we're going dancing the night next night and her our plan was to close that bitch down right <laughs> so she had full intentions on keeping me up until 2 3, 3 a.m the next day yeah. too and then after that we came home and we had a family birthday by the time sunday came i was like dead man <laughs> walking so i hope you appreciate this because i stayed up till 2 a.m yeah friday and then that's right baby. the rest of the that's weekend right. was <laughs> take it was, was planned as well so no sleep for the wicked i guess right but um no it was fun and it was super cool to 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 see the progress that she's made and i was really proud of her and uh yeah was, i mean i'm i'm gonna let him rip i'm gonna i'm gonna show some of the pictures and just kind of talk about them but um kind of going back what i was saying just a second ago is you guys this it made it so much easier having a goal so whatever goals you guys have make sure that you have like a date that you have to meet this goal by if you don't have a date then it's going to be harder to reach that goal so for me and what my friend was asking me about what i'm going to do from here on out is i'm just going to start setting new goals and so um brandon and i are going to keep our relationship podcast going. And we're going to also have a group of different challenges each month. And just to help people have something to stick to, to have something to, to own up to and be able to say, okay, I worked this hard. This is where I'm going to be. Cause I want to keep that going. Cause that's important to us. And we want to share that with everybody. So I'm going to keep having goals that I'm reaching. And the only reason I'm doing that is because I never want to stop progress. I never want to stop living my best life and sometimes if you don't have goals and dates to set those goals to sometimes it's easy to just fall off and fall back into bad habits so anyway so here are one, one thing though real quick make a date set your goal but really in the end you want that goal to just go forever right so yeah don't have the mindset that i'm going to do this thing until this point and then it's like when you know back to the whole thing like when you get to eat normal again i do eat normal i eat normal for me the new norm so if some somebody is like i mean i've i went up to broker cars i went up to look at these trucks and this guy had a big box of dough donuts he's like here you want one i'm like no no thank you right why because i don't eat that shit, right um so it's just not not worth it and i've got to the point where i just don't enjoy it e either right and your body adjusts and it wants what it wants and eventually it will want healthy foods that make you feel good so yeah and the cool thing is is when you do want to eat some of those foods make it a cheat meal don't make it a cheat day cheat days are there's, harder to come back from there's, there's times where <laughs> cheat weeks are even harder to come back from so don't do that and when you do cheat there's things like Shri will try something and I'm like is it worth it and she's like no it's not and so like there's things like I'll take a bite and I'm like it's not that good and i'll put it down it's just not worth the ca yeah. cal calories it's not yeah. worth the cheat right so save your things where you're going to cheat for things that are freaking awesome yeah. right they're so good right yeah. um don't eat all the mundane shitty donuts that, that come from the gross shop that's not that good right and plan your cheat because yeah. guess what if you don't plan it then you're gonna you're gonna train your brain to, to cheat every time someone brings something into you right yeah. and so when you plan a cheat and that was something that i learned from coach Andres, is just understanding that if you plan it out then it's easier to get back on track and you can still have some of those fun foods you just yeah. don't eat them all, every single day right. so right anyway right. so well, here's some of the pictures well i'm just gonna kind of go through these ones kind of and talk about them for a okay. second so so anyways these were actually some of my favorite ones and i am um dressed a little scandalously which there is was okay. one dude at the gym to that guy you're welcome 
but you know, you guys, I never, ever, I mean, look at the, the tone in my legs. I really love the picture on the left and I'm super proud of myself. I'm going <laughs> to, it's going to cry. No, <laughs> <laughs> you guys, I, I never, ever thought I'd be able to even get to this level of fitness. So it's been super cool, but we just kind of did some different workouts and just like did some different angles with the pictures and yeah. So kind of fun, something fun that we even got to do as a couple. And I highly recommend that even for date nights is just being able to like share your, like share the things that you love, you know, and we love to kind of go out and do little picture dates every now and again. And it was, it was really fun, even though I kept him up till like one in the morning. Well, by the time we got home, it was like two, three. So. <laughs> okay. That was, one that, one. that's true. <laughs> But, you know, I'm super proud. I mean, I'm 40, you guys. Look at how awesome. Like a year ago, I didn't even, I couldn't even show a picture that looked like this. I'm super proud. Anyway, so, yeah. So there's me from a year ago. And there I am today. So, and you guys, it's just adding to those goals you know, everything and, and what I mean by um, like setting a new goal is I'm not going to like slack off in other areas. I'm just going to add a new goal to add on to my new life and this new this new decade for me. I mean, I thought my 30s were great, but I'm really looking forward to my 40s. It's going to be awesome. And how cool is it to be able to go into your 40s and be able to be in the best shape of your life? Because that's I feel younger today than I did even a year ago. So you guys, it's it's a pretty amazing process. And just everything that I've learned up until this point has been such an amazing thing. So I shared my whole progress with you guys over this past year because I was wanting to hopefully help inspire those who, like for me, was looking at those models and realizing it was possible. And I don't care what age you're at. You could be 50. You could be... 60, you could be um, 20, you could be 15, you could be any age, you can start that process. And that's kind of why I wanted to do that, do this is because I knew that it was going to be hard and I wanted to start this decade off. Awesome. Yeah. So anyway, remember the only difference between the you that you want to be and the you that you currently are is the, the decisions you make each day. So, and honestly, it's not that much. No, you know, and once how, how long did you have to spend at the gym? Um, over the past year, I was doing two to three times a week and it was only For, 45 minutes yeah. each time. That's not that hard. And weight training People is People spend key, more you guys. time than that on freaking TikTok. Yep. Right. <laughs> like just sit, sitting. Right. So, um, I go to the gym five days a week and I spend about an hour and a half. Um, but yeah, you don't, I mean, two, three days a week is, is, is good. It's more than none for sure. And she got those results doing three day, days a week. I tend to love the gym. The gym is actually my favorite part of the whole day because the rest of the day is like work and stupid adult stuff, right? That's the day where I get to go and like work, work, work on me, right? So, or the, the time that I get to go work on me and be with me. And uh, yeah, the gym. And then when I come home at night after work, those are my, you know, my favorite parts of the day. But it's fun. Enjoy it. You learn to love it and it makes you feel good. And once you start to like see the change, you get hooked and, uh, It'll change your, your, your life. 
It does. Yeah. Okay, well, you guys, I kind of put together a little video just to end this this out to kick off my new decade of this amazing life and this amazing new body that I have. So I'm super excited to share it with you guys. But I have to say, I love you guys. Thank you for all the support over the past year. For those of you guys who have followed everything that I've been doing and you guys are amazing. I really feel lucky in my life to have such beautiful people who do support me and actually watch what I'm doing. So it's been a fun, crazy journey. Scary at times. This is scary for me to even show these pictures, but you know what? I'm super proud. So you guys get to have a little video to see kind of some of the stuff we did the other night. So anyways. And I was a photographer. <laughs> yeah, maybe, he was. Maybe I have a new <laughs> career. We'll see. Yeah, he's pretty good at it. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. Okay, see ya. Love you guys. Peace out.